Welcome to the Retire While You Work podcast here in Nashville, Tennessee. We believe the concept of retirement in this country is fundamentally broken. We work ourselves to death and we miss out on so many of life's precious moments. I'm David Adams. I'm Carson Odom. I'm Miles Zuger. And together, as a team of certified financial planner professionals and CPAs, we're committed to helping free others from this antiquated mindset, using our three-bucket approach to managing money and finding creative ways to live now and retire while you work. Join us as we discuss a variety of financial topics and ways to help us change the way we think about time and money and which one of these is the true currency. Hello again, this is Carson Odom, and welcome back for another episode of the Retire While You Work podcast. This week, we're going to be covering the topic of your emergency fund and how many months worth of expenses should actually be in there. Is it three, six, or 12? Or is it something completely different? To start off, I think it's no secret that the COVID-19 pandemic last year and that worked itself into this year altered how nearly everyone views money and savings. We went from an economy that was booming here in the U.S. and that could not be stopped to literally shutting down the entire workforce and economy, forcing citizens to stay home. Nothing like this had ever happened. People used it loosely, but the term unprecedented was true. That's like stopping a freight train going 100 miles an hour with full force immediately, stone cold. It could also be said that during the financial crisis of 2008 and 2009, many people also learned valuable lessons about their finances that changed them forever. So from these recessions, from this pandemic, how can we better ourselves on a very basic sense to make sure that financial disasters don't happen to us or our families ever again? As we went through many conversations with clients during last year and throughout this entire past 12 to 15 months, the number one topic of conversation always resorted back to cash. Many client conversations started out by simply asking the question, how's your cash? How much cash are you sitting on? How's your cash position? From our perspective, we we wanted to make sure, regardless of employment, regardless of income, that all upcoming expenses and obligations we're going to be paid for. One of the most valuable elements of having cash on hand is to be able to provide for your family when an unexpected or emergency event happens. So for those who had cash in the bank account, upcoming expenses would be okay, would be okay regardless of if income would con- continue. The last thing we would want to see is income be lost and not having enough cash to cover the bills for a certain period of time. Because then what happens is people immediately resort to consumer debt like a credit card to pay for these bills. And while credit cards in and of themselves are not bad, using them to carry interest at like a 20% interest rate, my goodness, that can wreak havoc on a financial plan and saving for the long term. Now there's the other element of having cash on hand, and that's being able to take advantage of buying opportunities. I once heard the quote, that the stock market is the only market that when, th- when things go on sale, people run out the door. Meaning, when the stock market has a big pullback, say like 
30 something percent like it had in COVID, instead of buying at a 30% discount, everyone is full of fear and selling and not buying anything. Which from a long-term perspective, think about it. If the market pulls back 30%, what a huge opportunity. Consistently buying in at whatever discount the market is offering can make outstanding positive impacts on an overall long-term financial plan. Those clients who had cash on hand and had their income continue through the pandemic, they were able to take advantage of the market dips and put money to work. Now, we would never recommend buying into the market during a dip if it meant sacrificing your emergency fund. If your upcoming expenses are covered, your income is set, you have your emergency fund, then it's safe to begin thinking about buying into a market dip. Having the necessary cash just prepared these clients for when opportunity struck. The question comes back, what's the magic number of how much you should keep in your emergency fund? Old textbook would say three to six months worth of expenses. After living through the pandemic, honestly, we're recommending six to 12 months worth of expenses. Now, it's tough to have the mindset of so much cash sitting in the bank account, but it also depends on an industry. If you're somebody that has income that fluctuates a lot and that is unpredictable, absolutely six to 12 months worth of expenses. Why? Because in 2020, we learned that an entire global market and economy can be forced to shut down. Don't take that lightly. We literally, per government order, forced the entire world to stop working. And we believe that last year was just an insight into the struggles and the new, quote, war, unquote, that the modern world is going to face. Cash is absolute king in times of fear. As I've covered, it allows you to cover upcoming bills and potentially be open to buying opportunities. Most importantly, it gives you the mental and emotional peace during times of heightened stress and uncertainty. Plus, having an appropriate amount of cash on hand can likely make you a better investor in the stock market because your emotions and because because your emotions are under control and because your fear is subdued. The exact amount any one person should have an emergency fund varies. We use six to 12 months of expenses as a general guideline. And if you're in a situation where it's more or less, just think through the pros and cons of having too much cash or too little cash sitting in the bank bank account and just make sure it's appropriate for you. Yes, interest rates are near zero on cash in the bank, but above all, it's there to protect you in times of emergency. This is a topic that we at David Adams Wealth Group are passionate about and happy to walk through. As we always say, let us know how we can help walk through this question of how much cash you should have on hand. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Retire While You Work podcast. I'm Carson Odom, and I hope you'll continue to join us as we discuss creative ways to manage your time and money.
Any opinions are those of myself and not necessarily those of Raymond James. Expressions of opinion are as of this date and are subject to change without notice. The information contained in these podcasts do not purport to be a complete description of the securities market or developments referred to in this material. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but we do not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Every investor's situation is unique, and you should consider your investment goals, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment. Prior to making an investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor about your individual situation. Any hypothetical examples are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary. Raymond James does not provide legal or tax services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional.